Welcome to Horrible Movie Podcast. Superman 4, Superman 4 Quest for, The Quest for Peace. Jared, welcome, Ski. Duh. <laughs> um, that is what this podcast would sound like if, if it was uh, based out of St. Petersburg. <laughs> um, Kremlin approved. It's Kremlin approved. Um, Putin is involved <laughs> at some level. Well, but you know what? I oh, always Putin. say. I always say blame Putin. If all Putin. else fails, blame Putin. Um, and I can't. I'm going to blame Putin for Superman four because at this point, dude, they can hack our servers. Chill out on the Putin talk. He's not listening to this. At some point, I I live not in fear. At some point, uh, Putin was probably in KGB. Uh, when this movie was being was being done, and so he's to blame for Superman four as well. Um, okay, so oh, um, with all that said, this is gonna be bonus footage if Phil doesn't want to put it on the actual podcast. If you guys are really are afraid that your apples are gonna get uh, hacked. Oh, I thought you were talking about like. Like I had a fruit apple. I thought I think you actually were thinking a little bit of triple entendre there for a second. <laughs> Never mind. But you, for some reason, my brain instantly thought he's going to say like put razor blades in our apple or something. Oh, like bad Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Like when you go trick or treat. I thought that's like, oh, where you were going with that, that. But can't can't take that bait good because you put razor blades in it. I know. Why would people do that? Remember that in the eighties? No, I you do. You go that? I do. Trick or treating. Yeah. And they, and they'd be like. Mm. Don't eat that. Don't eat that. It might have razor blades in it. Yeah, some felon's gonna stick a razor blade. In I'll show apple, these kids. I'll coat put it razor in caramel. In. It's that. It out. That and the um the tattoos, the skin tattoos, the lick them, lick them and stick them. Oh yeah, tattoos. Put an acid in those. Acid or LSD, allegedly. Which I I don't know. Is that real? Is I'm that looking just it a, up. Is that is that just a uh, urban legend? You know, else is an urban legend. Superman four, the quest for peace. Um, I wait a minute. So okay, go ahead. Okay, I googled razor blades and apple and apples, and then first hit was Snopes.com talking about pins and needles. Yes, uh, and trick or treaters. And I remember that. Lutes. Yes, true. It says that really did happen somewhere, like yep. once. Um, beginning in 1967, uh, from poison to razors and sharp objects uh-huh. and the apples. Um, I'm just not a great reader, but it, it looks like there's, I guess it's happened. 1982 was the year it went crazy. Tragic and random non-Halloween poisonings. It's like the both. clowns. It's like wow. this, it's like this year around Halloween, it was the clowns, like the creeper clowns that are Tylenol poisoning. Weird. What the, um, this is good audio. Good <laughs> um, so... This week, Jared, <laughs> Jared, we discussed this earlier in the week, and we talked about what duh. movie, da, yes, Jaredski, which movie could we do on the podcast that everyone universally will love? Hmm. And we talked about doing um, many, many movies, mm-hmm. but the one movie <laughs> that we that we uh, landed on was Superman Four. The Quest for Peace. I'm surprised we haven't done it yet. I'm surprised that it hasn't been done before. Yeah. Uh, or the footage burnt like the uh, 
Star Wars Halloween or the Star Wars Holiday Special. <laughs> Star Wars Halloween Special. <laughs> the follow up Halloween special. Well, yeah, he takes uh, he takes Lumpy. Chewie takes Lumpy trick or treating <laughs> at the Mos Eisley Cantina. Anyway, so Superman four, Jared. What's mm-hmm. your first memory of Superman? Do you remember Superman when you were a little? Um, I can I vaguely remember the scene of Lex Luthor in the museum grabbing Superman's hair, watching that on TBS. 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 The Superstation. That's where I watched all my old movies growing up. It was probably on at 6.05 on like a Thursday night. Why did they do that? Um, I don't know. I, I think that... Um, do they still do that? No, I don't think so. They've, they've evened them out to even... But okay. Ted Turner really liked... And he has a Ted Turner station. He really <laughs> liked um, the 05 thing. There's a reason. I'm going to sneeze. Hold okay. Um. <laughs> I need a mute button. <laughs> Mm. Just the kill switch for mm. sneeze switch. Woof. Dot com. All right. So, did you do you remember watching this? Oh yeah, I remember Back watching the, the very first Superman, and it was on TV. And I just remember being like, "This is the best Superman yeah. 3, Actually, at some point, doesn't I someone get turned into a, a machine on yes. that one? Um, they uh, they push some lady into the supercomputer, and it is self aware, and so it turns her into a cyborg that can shoot. Razor, not razors, but plasma and, mm. and kryptonite from her eyes. One of the Superman video games I've played, which, by the way, Superman video games are synonymous with being horrible. Uh, Phil, what producer Phil? Did you ever play the Superman N sixty four game? No, but isn't it like in the top ten worst games of all time or something it's like that? The most unbelievable thing. It's just like the controls are horrible, and I it didn't looks, even know that existed. It looks really bad. It's, yeah, it's it's universally known as one of the worst movie uh, video games ever made. Um, Superman the animated series. Did you ever watch it? I didn't bring no. it up or uh, on the midweek episode. I forgot about that. That actually probably would have maybe displaced you know some Smallville maybe for my on my list. Hmm. Because I did not watch that, that Superman animated series was actually pretty good. Actually, it was pretty good. Um, along the lines of the Batman animated series, um, but the tone mm-hmm. of it was good. And Tim Daly from Wings uh, <laughs> does the voice of Superman. Really? You know, Tim Daly's back on NBC. Did you know that? I didn't. He's Where, back. Where's, where's he back at? This fall. Uh-huh. Coming to NBC. It's. Wings 2, Return to Nantucket. <laughs> That's right, all your friends from Wings are back. You get Sandpiper Air. You get Lowell's daughter. She works as a mechanic at... Family business. Yes, at at the uh, Sandpiper Air. And Roy Biggins Jr. <laughs> That's right, Wings 2, Return to uh, Nantucket. That's at eight o'clock, and then at nine o'clock, we're bringing back Flying High. Flying High. <laughs> it's a story about. It's a story about three flight attendants who just want to have fun. Gosh, oh man! And the pilots that love them, Flying High, coming to CBS after the Star Wars Holiday Special. That's right. Let Chewbacca get home uh, to see Lumpy and Itchy and his wife, M- Mala. Mala. And their furry faces. Mala. All right. Yeah. That's enough for those plugs. Okay. So, Jared, guess what time it is? What time we got? Time! 
Time for some deets. Lay it on me. Brother Jared, this is Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. Mm-hmm. We've made it through the first three movies. The third one probably could it could be argued that that's the worst one. But then you watch this one and you yeah. go, that was pretty bad. Directed by <laughs> Sidney J. Fury. Um, let's see. Screenplay by Lawrence Connor. Story by, guess who? Christopher Reeve. Yeah. Good job. Makes sense. Mark Rosenthal and Lawrence Connor. Based on Superman, created by Joe, Joe Schuster and Joel. Is it wrong? Sorry, sir. Crap, I can't remember the name of the guys that created him. Is it Jerry Siegel? Yes, Jerry Siegel. Oh. <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> Misa, Misa, sorry. Um, okay, so back on the Deets trail here, the Deets train. Starring Christopher Reeve, Gene Hackman, which Gene's back. The hack is back. Because in the third one, they have um, fake Lex Luthor, who's in the Tolbert Schlimpsch Beetle and Musgrave Um Lawyer ads. <laughs> Tell him you mean business. Call the herd line. That's fake. Oh. That's fake Lex Luthor. He's in that yeah. one. And then Jackie Cooper is in this as well as um, as uh, Perry White. Hey, the, this isn't Gene Hackman's first stop on the Horrible Movie Podcast. No, he was here for Mooseport. the last time you. No, one of the last times you yeah. were on here. Welcome to Mooseport. During election season, we did Welcome yeah. to Mooseport. Starring. Uh, hey, uh, Deborah. Uh, Deborah. It's me, Ray Romano. I'm Ray Romano. Uh, John Cryer is in this. You remember him from uh, Two and a Half Men? And then um, several others. Margaret Kidder plays a role here. And Muriel Hemingway. Introducing Muriel Hemingway, who everyone thinks about how great looking she was. I thought that was Ferris Bueller the whole movie. He's a lot like... He he is the budget Matthew Broderick now. But at the time, at the time, John Cryer was big in the eighties. He he was was. in Pretty in Pink. He he did a lot of a lot of big stuff. I thought he was just coming off the coattails of Ferris Bueller because that came out in eighty six. He was Ducky in uh, in Pretty Pink, Uh, released on July twenty fourth, nineteen eighty seven, and the budget was seventeen mil, and the box office was thirty six mil. So for a big blockbuster (laughs) Superman movie, that's not a lot of money. But they didn't spend that much on it. They made double back their budget basically. That's the first good, Superman guys. had a budget of fifty-five million. Yeah, which it's like, where did they, where did all that money go? Oh well. Um, so check it out, Jared. You know okay. what time it is? Deets. Time for some deets. Da deets. Everyone's favorite I segment. It's called Thirty Second Synopsis. Are you ready? I am. I think I can do it. Hold on a second. Oh, I changed the watches. I have a phone now. No, I have, I, no. Iron I didn't, I didn't bring it with me. Oh. My phone's been That's really... a staple of this show, man. I know. I'll have to bring it back. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry to ruin I your lives. I can't do this now. Okay, you will do this. Will or do this. you will suffer the consequences. You better... Nuclear, get it, man. Get it right or pay the price. <laughs> um. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. And wait for it. Wait for it. And go. Uh, It's the middle of the Cold War. Uh, a child convinces Superman to disarm the world of its nuclear missiles. Uh, Lex Luthor hijacks the nuclear missile, puts some of uh, Superman's DNA on it uh, as it's thrown into the sun. Born of this fusion is Nuclear Man. Nuclear Man uh, 
attacks Superman, and Superman wins. That's actually really good. That was actually a 24 seconds. Yes! That is the best I've ever done. Pretty good. I think I, I, think I hit most plot points, too. Like yes. the major plot points. Okay. Yes. I'm proud um, of myself. Uh, very interesting. Uh, interesting. This this movie is definitely a uh, let's uh, disarm the world's nuclear weapons. Honestly, I am impressed that the world allowed Superman to do what he did. Hey, he just and didn't fight took back. Command. They trust. They really trust him. Yeah. I don't think the world would let him just take b- the trillions of dollars that have been dumped into the nuclear weapons and just throw them into the sun. I mean, this was literally made in the final years of the Cold uh, War. Yeah. Like 87. So Russia's... I, I think Christopher Reeve was just fed up with nukes. Man. Really? I think he was fed up. I got to do something about this. I got to do something about this. And I'm going to write this, play, this screenplay. <laughs> um, well, guess what time it is. What time is it? It's time for five. Point plot. <laughs> Nicola. No, all right. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Plot point number one. Save my cosmonauts. Yes, that's right. <laughs> the opening scene is Superman flying into space as some Russians on a space station need to be saved. Every Superman movie Sputnik I've... Sputnik 4. Every Superman like movie that. I've ever seen... Opens with him saving someone. I can't think really? of another scenario where it's not him saving someone's gravy. Same as Doesn't they, Superman one open with him like open in Krypton? Well, yeah, you're right, Jared. In your particulars, doesn't. <laughs> oh gosh, I can't remember. I don't like okay, good. other movies. I'm glad you stopped. <laughs> um, we find out, you know, we, we we he saves him, then he goes to Smallville as Clark. Yeah. We find out that his adoptive parents have died. Mm-hmm. Martha and John Kent are no more. Did they really? I mean, you don't really hear they that. They just kind of, they're just gone. They're gone, and he's inherited their farm. Yeah. And he doesn't want to sell it. Ironically, um, first of all, he goes <laughs> into the barn. He opens up the bottom of the barn floor, and what's in there? Uh, it's the pod that he was flown to Earth in. Yes, and there's oh. still a remnant of something in there. Is a, it a big green jewel thing, crystal thing? Yeah, power power gem, <clears throat> and it gives you some audio, so you don't have to you don't have to <laughs> fill in any gaps on your own. It tells it, it it says it's his mom speaking. Use this. This is the final piece of Krypton. When you're in your grave, simply you use this, and it will save you. But use it wisely, for when this is gone, Krypton is gone. I love you. (laughs) She didn't do that at the end, but you can imagine. Um, Which I guess is really funny that she's still talking. And anyway, he grabs the uh, big green piece of glass out of there. How has he never seen this? I think he has. I think he knew it was in there. I think he knew they were selling the, maybe going to sell the place. Yeah. And he needed to get out of there. Okay. I mean, he was there. He's not very astute. That's one thing we've learned. I know, but he's not very smart. He got the first crystal to grow the uh, Fortress of Solitude from there, too. This was I think, one, less, one last piece left over. 
Gosh, Jared, why are you, why are you trying to look too much okay, into this, fine. man? I mean, seriously. Fine. They, they, we went through all the resources of this thing. There's one last piece. Okay. okay. Jeez. I'm sure sensed. if we, I'm sure if we went back to the first two movies, to the third one, I'm, well, maybe the third one too. I'm sure this would absolutely, absolutely hold up. It would not I'm be, sure be retconned out yeah. of the uh, canon. Yeah. Um, I thought it was funny. He goes back to the. He's in the barn. He gets this piece out. He puts it in his coat. And um, the this. <laughs> This land developer guy, this realtor guy comes mm-hmm. up, and uh, my notes say it's a mall developer, which I think yeah. is hilarious. Yeah. Um, they're in Smallville, and they're on a farm. Why would you put this mall <laughs> in the country? Hey, why would you put a casino in the desert? It's true. If you build it, they will come. Yeah. Um. So Superman then oh, – oh, by the way, this mall developer guy knows them, and they play baseball. <laughs> the, oh, you never were too good at the curveball. He throws Clarky. his curveball. You can never hit my curveball, Clarky. <laughs> and uh, he throws it past him. This you know, sixty-five-year-old man throws it past him, and he. But then, as the guy drives off, he Clark takes does it, the spin he around. He takes it, soft tosses it to himself, and then just hammers it to the moon into um, orbit. Unbelievable! It's awesome. <laughs> um, he really did hit it into orbit. Yeah, and didn't rip the cover or anything off. No, he's, a, just... he's the natural. Um. He gets back to Metropolis, and he uh, stops a runaway train. Uh, as soon as he gets back to Metropolis, the guy passes out. Um, that brings <laughs> us to plot point number two. Jeremy's letter to Superman. <laughs> Clark gets back to Daily Planet. Um, the paper has now went bankrupt. Yeah, Go figure that in 1987, already newspapers were starting to feel the boom. This is pre-internet. You know, this is pre-internet, <laughs> and um, it's been taken over by a guy named David Warfield. Warfield. He makes tabloid news. Mm-hmm. He fires Perry White, um, puts his own daughter Lacey in charge, played by uh, what's her face Hemingway. Uh, I'm gonna say your name right. I'm gonna say it right, and her name is Mariel Hemingway, who's still in stuff today. Um, puts her in charge of this. Bad boy. As the new editor, <clears throat> Lacey really likes Clark. She does. Oh, creepy. Too. She really likes him. Well, I've never seen anyone so square be so delicious. That's what she says <laughs> at one point. Uh, chill out there, hot Thanks, pants. lady. And, uh, but Clark agrees. He goes on a date with her. Um, then you're watching the news, and Clark realizes uh, that the United States and the Soviet Union, they're not coming to an agreement on their nukes, no. on the nuclear stuff, and he's the afraid. The U.S. is going to kick it up a notch. He's afraid they're going to go to war. Yeah. Um, but what can he do? He cannot, as Superman, interfere with the course of history. I can't do it. Human I, affairs, I, Jack. He cannot. I'm, I'm an alien here. I can't do that. I can't stop this. I can't do it. Mom, I can't do it. Gosh. Oh, gosh. Uh, he gets a letter, and you're, you're, you go next to a classroom that's, oh, yeah. seen the, that's seen the same newscast, and they're like, come on, kids, let's talk about, let's talk about why we're uh, having such a hard time with these nukes. doesn't <laughs> matter. No one, no one wants the earth to be saved anyway, one of the kids says. And then in the corner, Jeremy is just looking off into the distance, and well, Jeremy, why don't you tell us what you think? Why didn't Superman just save it? Why don't you what? save it? Why didn't Superman just save it? He can totally save us. 
Yeah, let's get Santa Claus. Yeah. You might as well shut up. <laughs> shut up about Santa. <laughs> I want Superman. What are you going to do? Write him a letter. That's exactly what I'm going to do. And he's going to read it. And that's exactly what happened. Jeremy wrote him a so letter. So where do you write? Do you write P.O. Box Fortress of Solitude <laughs> on this letter? How, how do you mail a letter to he, Superman? He Well, he mailed it to the Daily Planet. Of that's where course. all news goes through on a bankrupt newspaper. Think about that. It would be the equivalent today. It's a bankrupt newspaper. It would be the equivalent of sending an email to like an Excite uh, or a Lycos uh, <laughs> uh, email Yahoo? address. No, you can no. still get a Yahoo there. They're just, just hacked. Hacked. Hacked that. Sorry, Putin. <laughs> um, so then, uh, sorry, man. Uh, next up, Jeremy's letter arrives and Superman gets it because Lois gives it to Clark. She knows Clark and Soup, Soups are pretty tight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She doesn't know the real minutiae of it, which is really dumb. How she is? How does she not know this by now? Yeah, I know. Like she, they were I together at one point, that, right? Movie one, he flew around the world like they were all. She figured out his secret, and he erased her memory by going back in time. Mm-hmm. How does? I don't remember number two or three, but surely he's got. She's got to know, or she's just really dumb. How do, I know. Good lord! Um, but wait a minute. And maybe it's we can talk about that later. But go ahead. We got it just seems like he keeps revealing himself. Like he revealed himself to her, but then he tapped her on the forehead and knocked the memory out I of her just, head. Did he, he has some, her? He has some magical. That's powers. creepy. I think he has some. I think Mister Mixelplex or something has been um, here to give him this magic abilities because oh. he's. He's got magic, magic, magic. It's like <laughs> not Superman that we know. But this scene, God, this scene, like I, I guess we're around. Are we around that time where he tells himself or tells Lois who he is? Uh, he does that. He pushes her off the balcony. He hasn't. He hasn't done that. He hasn't. We're not to that point because okay. he's got to go. One of my favorite parts of the movie. He goes to the Fortress of Solitude after he reads uh, Jeremy's letter. Does he? Yeah, he does. And he I goes to that. he goes to the Fortress of Solitude, and he because he wants to talk to the his Kryptonian ancestors. Oh yeah, which was yeah. hilarious because these are the naysayingest people <laughs> since the two old men on the Muppet Show that are in the balcony. <laughs> what are their names? You ready? You ready? Just go to another world. Yeah, that's what you need to do. And they're like talking back and forth, and he's just like it's like panic, pa- panic screen. No, oh, what do I, what do I do? You'll never be. You'll never be able to stop these. You humans are going to do what they want to do. They're going to destroy themselves just like Krypton did. It's like these guys know a lot about Earth that they can interface into now time. So are they like? Is it? It's computer simulation, or is it like their soul is part of these crystals? Spirits, but I mean, this is the same Superman that later in the movie levitates some people down just using his force. Force force powers. It's like. You don't have that ability. No, you don't. Of course, Nuclear Man didn't either, but he, he that's why he did automatic roofie ability where, hey, you forget Lewis he, Lane. He like, touches her on the forehead. Like, maybe he, maybe he's able to concentrate a blow to the head enough to concuss like, the memories out of her. It's the concuss. hippocampus where it just obliterates that memory. It's weird. Gross. <laughs> so he gets okay. back from Fortress of Solitude. He's not, any, he's not gleaned anything from these, from these Kryptonians because he doesn't want to give up on Earth. But who, who can he... Who can make him 
understand what humans are going to go through more than the Jeremy. Well, no, oh. the human that he loves the most, Lex Luthor. The human that he loves the most, other than Lex Luthor, Jimmy Olsen. It's it's Lois. L- Lois. Lois. Like lowest. Who's the lowest? No, no, Lois Lane. Lois Lane. He talks to Lois, and they talk. He shoves her off the balcony, <laughs> like you said, and she's falling. God, this is where you see how horrible the budget was. The effects on this, yes, green blue screen back in the day, maybe. I hope she doesn't have the heart problems. Worst, like they have zero concept of gravity and how people fall during these because she fell for like thirty seconds, <laughs> super slow mo almost before he caught her on a building off a building off a building, and you know then he took his glasses off and oh Clark, yeah. And, and, and then he, they flew around, and they talk, and and he has fun time with her. No, Again, not, not the, fun time like that. Not I know floating <laughs> fun time. No, this is a family movie. Flying uh, fun time. They fly around to all of the place. It was the worst. Yeah, like they fly I, to L.A. They fly to San Francisco. They fly but to even, China. They fly. They fly everywhere. I just it, it was horrible looking. Yeah, it was the worst green screen effect it's I the have best, seen. It's the best that seventeen million dollars could buy in nineteen eighty seven. No, it's not. Did you did you see the scene this on, was way when they were Wars. in? Uh, no, this is way better than any uh, of the Star Wars movies. Ugh, this the scene better. in San Francisco was foggy morning, and they had the brightest lights shining from underneath them, lighting shadows up and weird. <laughs> it was the exact same lighting on their faces for every part of the planet they flew in. Of course, day or night, and I just think. He's got to be flying at such worst. mega speeds. Really? Her skin can't take that, right? I mean, if I you're flying know. in a jet, you, you can't just fly on the <laughs> wing. Like he's she, flying she at flew. super speeds. He let go of her, and she was kind of like maybe falling. But did you see that part? Yeah, she was falling. But but she was falling at a slow enough rate of speed where he was able to catch, to, catch maybe her. Maybe he levitated her. No, maybe. We didn't Because that's know a power. That. So <sighs> after this... Fun time, the non, the non weird around. fun time, they, the flying fun time, flying fun time, flying flying fun time with Jared Coin. FFT. Um, they get back to, they he drops her off at her apartment, and he's come to the conclusion, I must destroy all nuclear weapons on planet Earth. Again, yeah. it's a pretty but ballsy move, pretty bold is. move. It is. Um, we haven't introduced Lex Luthor yet. I haven't got there yet. Oh, okay. Okay. Have, Sorry, we haven't been introduced. To, we haven't been introduced to him yet. We're almost there. I thought we had. None of my notes. Okay. Well, one one, th- one thing at a time, sweet Jerry. Okay. Um, he goes and talks to the UN. Okay. Ghana is there, and you know if Ghana <laughs> is there, it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be. It's gonna get. They're gonna. They're gonna get something done. And so, did you he, write that down? <laughs> no, I just made it up. He goes. It's not my notes. You can come look. He goes. You know, I'm a human too. Now. I'm on, I'm an earthling. Humans. This is my humans. This is my planet too. <laughs> and I have made an executive decision uh, because I am in charge of you all because I can burn you all with my eyesight. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm going to go ahead and destroy all the nuclear weapons. And there's not a darn thing that any of you, even you, Kim Jong-un, can do about it. Actually, at this time, it would be Kim Jong-il, wouldn't it? Which one? What, which yeah, is the, the 80s. Dan? Man, I'm really hitting some, Man. some foreign... People, though, man, maybe here. I shouldn't. We're going to be mad at you. Putin's the president, by the way. He's not a dictator. Yeah, close enough. Isn't that right, Comrade Putin? Um, so, 
<laughs> he um, says, I'm going to destroy this. And everybody just claps. Everybody. Slow clap. Thank you. Oh, man. There we go. British Prime Minister, everybody. And they all are clapping. And I just think about it. I just know how you we, we've been through a fun political cycle. And we've heard about government spending and everything else. <laughs> and these are people that have spent trillions of dollars on weapons. And yeah. now they're just going to let soups just throw them into the sun. Yeah. He caught them in a giant net. And Massive. then just crammed them in there. Yeah, and, and he, nuclear and he, missiles. You're he, just shoving and in then together. He swings them around. He swings them around in a giant net and throws them into the sun. So, okay, Superman can fly in space. Yeah, he doesn't need to breathe in space. Okay, well I know that, but does he make his own gravity? Like, well, how do, how does you how do you stop an object moving in space without another object acting on it? Newton. Or Einstein? I don't know. He, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I guess, there's I've no, never looked into the yeah, physics you don't need of to, space flight. Yeah, you comics. don't need to look into this one because it's. <laughs> but he did the whole wind up and spin around and throw the net full of nukes. Smiling the whole time. Have you seen that map online that's got like where all the major nukes are? No. It's kind of cool. What's it on? Um, Nukefinder.com. Did Julian Assange put that on there? Or? <laughs> No, is that a Snowden deal? I'm gonna look it up now. Um, Nuke Finder. All right, so that leads me to plot point number three, and I'm gonna call this one two and a half Lin, <laughs> or or Nuclear Man. Okay, so Lex Luthor's nephew is named Lenny Luthor. Oh, what Lenny Leesball. Um, and let's John Cryer, and Luthor is in prison. He's Breaking rocks. He's on the chain gang. He's on the chain gang, breaking rocks. Um, Luther is broken out of prison, chain gang, rock quarry, <laughs> um, by Lenny, his nephew. and He traps the jailers in his pimped out car and drives them off a cliff. Yep. But, but <laughs> much like Wiley Coyote, what happens? Uh, they come back. Yeah. All... Blown, blown up, up. like like crawling yeah. over the edge. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so they oh. um, Lex Luthor comes back. He his new plan is that they are going to steal some of Superman's DNA and uh, a single create, strand of create hair. a a nuclear man. And here's how it's going to go. There's a okay. single strand of hair, like mm-hmm. you said, in the museum that Superman. Donated, mm-hmm. it holds up a one thousand pound weight <laughs> on the bottom, and it's connected yeah. to a big hook. Mm-hmm. How are we going to get that? Well, we're going to break the glass. The alarm's going to go off at mm-hmm. the museum, and I'm just going to cut it. <laughs> no. I'm going to cut it. Think yeah. about that. Yeah, with some with some bolt cutters. I mean, they were heavy duty, but still, he just kind of went. Mm-ping. So could he cut? He couldn't cut Superman's hair or arm or anything with this, right? Probably not. Why'd that work? And then I don't know. My favorite part was when he. This is like the old Batman TV show when he cut that weight. The weight just fell down and like looked so fake. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the same with later on when when their nuclear man is blowing stuff up. The foam is just bouncing all around, oh, and you're just like, "What? It's the worst." They put a sparkler inside a foam and just threw it. So Luther. Um, concocts his plan to make this little um, genetic <laughs> matrix thing uh, using Superman's DNA 
and using potions and this weird yeah, yeah. weird whatever they stuff. put a little leather in so that he would have a suit yeah and he had his little suit i think he's got <laughs> that's really what he did <laughs> is not it that. he had that shiny gold and black thing that he wore for a suit and then it morphed into a whole suit but it, it was like a comp- it, it had a computer program or something in it right yes because that would work that's how i make yeah. my super clones exactly 30 years later that's how it works now, you know. Yeah. Hey, tried and tested, you know. You know it. Um, so they launch this missile toward the sun. The sun uh, is a big key in this whole movie, by the way. Yeah. I think like one nation held on to a nuclear missile and Gene Hackman hijacked it and shot it. But Superman intercepted that single missile and throws it, it. And he throws it into the sun. Thus creating his biggest enemy. Yeah. Nuclear man with the heart of... Nuclear waste. <laughs> now, I did read um, that there is, like, they cut this movie from, like, 140 minutes down to not, not 140. Yeah, maybe. Probably. They cut, like, 40 minutes out of this movie. Gosh. And in that 40 minutes, there was another iteration of Nuclear Man that was more like Bizarro, more uh, creature-like and, and less, uh, a little bit more crazy. Yeah. But, and then... Superman defeated that version, and then Lex Luthor tried again and came up with Nuclear Man. Oh. Interesting, right? That would have been better with the Bizarro twist, but again, that would mean you had to watch 40 more minutes of this crap. (laughs) Maybe it would have made more sense, though. Yeah, it might I mean, you could tell there were some plot areas that were missing. It's true. We'll get to that. Well, well, there's not a whole lot, though. It's a problem. Yeah, that's true. Because at this point, Superman is lured into a... um, uh, into a skyscraper off of a date. Oh, the classic Superman Clark oh, Kent double date. It's a gag. He double booked himself. Yeah, he did. Uh, <laughs> how does Clark? How does Clark and Superman go on a date? He goes, oh, 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 I'm Clark Kent. Oh, I spilled this on myself, and he has to go to the bathroom. Yeah, but he actually flies around the building, comes back in, and Superman, well, Lois, uh, how are you? Oh, Lois, it smells like your duck in the oven is done. Yeah. Oh, uh, let me go check on it, and then oh. We're Superman. I'm Clark Kent. Yeah, exactly. Clark Clark literally at before he gets in the apartment for the double date, one way for him to get away to be Superman, he's walking with Mariel Hemingway and she's like, All right, Clark, we're gonna go up the elevator and he's getting ready to get on the elevator. And he somehow gets on, you know, the luggage cart. The bellboy pushing the, the bellboy's luggage. pushing this luggage cart and he's like, Oh, oh and he's like, Oh, he please, sir, stop. He can't get off of the luggage cart. <laughs> oh, Clark. Oh, Clark. He's watching him in this glass elevator. Yeah. And then he see, makes sure she can't see him, and then she he flies he around the building. You get that shtick. That's probably about yeah. 20 minutes of that crap. There. It, it goes um, on. I'm going to stop saying that word. Um, so then... Um, it's PC. <laughs> PG. And PC. Um, yeah. Personal computer. Personal computer. Uh, thanks. And uh, so basically, though, he's lured by a... Which I thought this was actually kind of ingenious... A, a signal, a frequency that only he could hear. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Uh, Lex Luthor lures him into a building. He is it a frequency? Because he puts himself on the jumbotron. Is it a frequency oh, only visual, he can see? Yep, visual and hearing. Ugh. And he um, lures him to this building because he says <laughs> there's a bomb in there. Yeah, but it's his penthouse. It's actually so. his penthouse. And uh, he's like, uh, I knew if there was a bomb, you'd be long gone, Lex Luthor. <laughs> what are you up to? What are you up to, Luthor? He always calls him Luthor, too, which I like. Luthor. Luthor, what are you up to? Nothing well, much, Superman. 
Smell the roses. Yeah, I'm take just a day off. out here. Huh. Uh, let me introduce you to my uh, newest creation, and it's <sighs> Nuclear Man underneath the... Uh, Nuclear Man does a lot of this. He's a very brooding... Yeah. Like, he always has that angry... Yeah, he, well, he has. He's not friendly. He's not no, nice. He's not. He really wants to just destroy Superman. Yeah, mm-hmm. I must destroy a Superman. Yeah, I must <laughs> destroy a Superman. Guess what? Yeah. What? Oh, I <laughs> must destroy Superman. Uh, this guy's name, by the way, is that's Jimmy Olsen, Mark that Michael Pillow. Yeah, which right? yeah, he doesn't have anything online. Nothing. Though. Isn't that weird? He he. I think Superman was his first thing, and he had like a thirteen episode run. As I can't remember what it was. He was called Alaska Boy, or something. There he, he hasn't is. been on much. No, weird. No. But very weird. Nuclear Man is powered by the sun. Yeah, makes sense that he'd be able to actually hurt um, Superman. <laughs> Because well, where's, where's Superman Superman gets powered his... by the sun. Exactly. And so, so then you go, sense. huh? How? But Nuclear Man has one weakness. And it is? Shade. Yeah, exactly, which is pretty weak. <laughs> An umbrella could yeah. defeat him. <laughs> pretty bad. <laughs> this is bad. Oh, man. Well, um, and so basically then you're left with this, that... Um, <clears throat> that, uh, well, by the way, I don't know if you knew this or not, but Mark Pillow in his early career w- was a, no, what do you say? Yeah, Mark Pillow okay. was a Chippendales dancer. I could see that, yeah. I can too. Um, I wouldn't want to see that. No, no, no. Uh, I mean, if he was it. a nuclear man, get um, up. So, <laughs> my phone's dying. I, right. uh, I I had to write down one quote from Lex, or from Superman during this monologue or dialogue between him and Lex. Uh, it's a known fact you don't like children or animals. I know. Did you hear that? I, I like that. <laughs> that he, he's, he's got a whole dossier now of the likes and dislikes of yeah. Lex. So check it out. Um, we are now, we're now on to um, the big fight. Okay. And it's a long fight. It is. They just fight for like the whole thing. Now uh, They have a big fight. And Nuclear Man takes him, beats him up, and Nuclear Man claws him with these big razor claws. Yeah, he, uh, Nuclear Man goes on a rampage destroying national landmarks like the Great Wall of China. Yes. Um, He erupted a volcano. Mm -hmm. How did Superman stop that volcano? It's an important part. Oh, he capped it off with a big rock. (laughs) He cut the top of a mountain off with his laser eyes and popped it in there like a cork. It's a really small um, volcano, by the way. Yeah. Um, and then Nuclear Man threw the Statue of Liberty into New York City, Gosh. and then Superman was returning it when yes. he was clawed yes. by these massive claws off Nuclear Man. Nuclear fingers. claws. <laughs> and Nuclear Man always shows you those claws too. Yeah, he does. He's proud of those things. Ah! Ah! Nuclear Man does a lot of that, man. He does a lot of that. And look, and he's yeah. got mega hair. Yeah. He has like 80s hair big time. It's beautiful. Yeah. He has very minimal dialogue, and it's very, kill Superman. Oh, sure, we just destroy. destroy Superman. Yeah. But anyways, 
super claw or nuclear claws on Superman's neck give him radiation poisoning. It makes him sick too. He didn't check his radon. No, the radon trap. trips <laughs> little things. Um, so traps. check check this out. This leads us to plot point number four. Oh, this is through okay. the end of the plot point, but we get there pretty quickly. Um, plot point number four is elevator to the moon. <laughs> uh, first things first. Superman is nowhere to be found. No, no. and also Clark. Hey, have you seen is Clark? Lost. Yes. Oh, Clark's. I think he's homesick. So Lois keys into his house or cards into his house. You cannot card, card into a deadbolt. a deadbolt. I know they don't think what? about this. And these big Hollywood budget movies. Mm. Um. So she key cards in there, and he's in there. He's sick. He's got a candle on. He's watching more. <laughs> he's watching Mork and Mindy reruns blanket. and. He's just freezing under this blanket. Uh, he's got a big claw marks on him. You don't. Lois doesn't see those. But anyway, no. Lois is like, if you see Superman, Clark, you tell him I love him because, oh, I love, I love him. But I'm give him, about give him this cape because the Daily Planet run the story that Superman's dead yeah. because they knocked his cape off and he hasn't been seen. So, Clark. You, you pan to him later on, and he looks really bad. He is an old man with clumps of hair falling out. Yes, he's radi- radiation poisoning. like parts of his face to be yeah. falling off. And so then he takes the shard. Did they show what he does with that shard of... No. No. No, they didn't. That's in the 40 minutes of cut footage. Were they ha- Really? I'm sure it is. It has to be. Maybe he, like, ate it? I don't know. <laughs> One little shard at a time. Uh... So then, and, and so you find out he can only use this once. Yep. And, and goodbye, history of Krypton. Hello, Earth. Hello, Earth. Yeah. Now I'm an Earthling. Hello, moon and stars. And he um, he decides it's time, my friends. It's time. <laughs> it is time to um, use my one final shard. He uses it, becomes the son of Krypton forever. Um. Son of Earth now. Yes, he is. Son of Kal-El. Uh, uh, Jor-El. And he... Um, he... What's he do here? Oh, he chases down... Uh, how, where does he find Nuclear okay, Man? At? Nuclear Man, uh, after fighting with Lex Luthor, uh, sees... Like, he kind of charges him up with the sun, and he sees uh, that warfield's daughter is taking over the daily planet and he becomes immediately infatuated with her yes. and flies through metropolis yes. to find her to which superman like he he lands in the street and superman's there and he says where is she and superman just instantly knows who who's nuclear man talking about oh it's it's this girl of course why not why not you got some deleted scenes too probably Are you convinced but that's the golly. case I mean, this scene is horrible. Look it up on YouTube. We'll, we'll, we'll link it on Facebook or something. But this fight scene, that's how it starts out with Nuclear Man just destroying Metropolis, blasting things, lifting people up with rays of energy. I don't know how to describe okay, Yeah, he, describe he this. has this ability to lasso people almost <laughs> and then but raise them up with this yeah. power. Superman then looks at a group of people and lowers them with his own power. Yeah. And it's like... At what point did Superman have it? It's like in Superman now, 3. Now, he gets all kinds of powers in the comics. Like, that just seem kind of new every once in a while, right? They add to them, but But Phil, never, like, brain... Fact, fact check from Phil. Do, does Superman have the ability to levitate people up and down? Or to fix the Great Wall of China with his brain? 
Like you saw on the the trailer. That was him. That was Superman fixing it. Yeah. Like Tetris. <laughs> it was. <laughs> he played Tetris. <laughs> this is before Tetris, though. So maybe that's where they got the idea for Tetris really? from. When did Tetris come out? I think Tetris was an greatest 80. thing to come out of Russia. I bet it was eighty nine. Tetris. Other than Comrade Putin, eighty four was what? Tetris. Yeah, yeah. What? Tetris. Really? Man, yeah. What's it look like? The the initial one. I don't know. I wasn't. I was a baby. Tetris. Jack. Tetris. Come on, baby, it's a Tetris. <laughs> Man, Tetris, man. Tetris is awesome too, dude. So, yeah, I don't think Superman has that ability, but uh, Superman decides to try to use his smarts mm-hmm. to outwit Nuclear Man. He said, okay, okay, you win. I'll take you to her. I don't know why I turned into Rocky there. Um, but Superman runs to the elevator, tries to go upstairs. Nuclear Man decides, oh, forget elevators. I'm Nuclear Man. I'll just blast through the ceiling. And then he he uh, meets Superman on the top floor, and Superman says, "Oh, I, I don't know where she's at. She's not behind me." Of course, Nuclear I bet Man. I she's in here. <laughs> he he runs into the elevator, and Superman got him. Superman then traps him in the elevator. He can't get out of the elevator. It's dark. He flies to the top, grabs the cord of the elevator inside of there, <laughs> and flies him to the moon. Yeah, the dark side of the moon, ish. No. No, just just the moon. Why did he do that? Because I, I don't know if he know he didn't know that he was powered by the sun. Because later on, he says, "While I was buried on the moon, I had time to think, and I realized that he's powered by the sun." So Superman doesn't know this yet. Wow, I guess. But anyway, but there's no I, real reason for him to figure that yeah. out either. It's really stupid. Anyway, he strands him on the moon. But there's a little crack in the door. The little bit of sunlight gets through and energizes him. Repowers up, and then they fight it out on Earth. Or no, they fight it out. No, they fight it out in space. But yeah. he he goes and he has gotten. Um, there's the here's the best part. <laughs> he goes and gets Muriel um, Hemingway. At, no, this is after this. He first he like jackhammers uh, Superman into the moon. There you go. He buries him, and, and you can hear the sound of hammer hitting nail each time he hits him into yes. the moon. And buries him. Superman's so he, defeated and driven into the moon's yeah. surface. That actually leads us to plot point number five. What? The lady in space without a spacesuit. <laughs> what was going on? How's that possible? Like, you can't even get Everest. Like, you cannot stand on the top of Everest and still breathe for... I mean, a city girl couldn't. Maybe some Sherpa on the North Face can. But you would exposure would die while standing on earth the vacuum of space it's got to be cold up there right yeah he just grabs her and flies what looks like halfway between the moon and planet earth, earth. and he and she's talking the whole way what are you what are you doing don't, to me don't. what's happening you it's creep. Like, weird i know like we started the movie out with cosmonauts in space suits you didn't think oh this person needs to be have a space suit on or yeah you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I, know, I know. Weird. No, I know. All right. But they are they are in orbit because when he lets go of her, she's orbit. They're both kind of orbiting Earth. Ah, I don't know. I Stupid. don't know. So anyway, they fight it out. Nuclear Man. Um, how's he? Superman pops out of the out of the moon and says, "Aha! I know how to destroy him. Let me push the 
moon in front of the sun. Yeah, he did that. He caused an eclipse. And power down nuclear man. Yes. And, and then, then I will push him into a nuclear reactor. He, a, a perfectly what? placed hole in a nuclear reactor. He goes in it and he powers <laughs> the entire planet Earth. Would that not melt the core? Should. But Should. all the lights. Oh, I like how all the lights turned on in the buildings. <laughs> and that's it. What? Yep. That's really that, it. Ah, I really do want to see that, that 40 minutes that's missing. Um. Basically, then Perry White uh, becomes the owner. He secures a loan. <laughs> he does. Uh, uh, he buys. He buys all the uh, majority stock in the uh, Daily Planet. Yeah. David Warfield is without being. Is not the. Uh, he's a minority shareholder now. And um, Superman. Hey, what's the? Do you know what the headline for that that day's uh, publication was? No. Superman Returns. It was. Yeah. There so. You go. Makes 20 sense. years later, when they come out. When did Superman Returns come out? Superman Returns, um, 2008, I think. Okay, so almost 20 years. No? Oh, I got it here. Golly, really? Was it really? Wow. Yeah. Um, wow. But that yeah, movie... That was the headline. That movie's supposed to come after the second Superman movie, where he flies off in space. Oh, yeah. And then it retcons three and four. Yeah. Which, hey, you're not missing much. Kryptonite. Kryptonite Island. Even though it did have Kevin Spacey as Lex Luthor, who's a good, who's a good Lex Luthor like Gene Hackman would be. Um, So really, that's it. Press conference. That's how it ends, huh? I just. Superman says, I thought I could, I thought I could save the world, but it took you humans to save the world. What? Not really. They didn't do anything. Yeah. Someday you, you will ask your leaders for peace until they give it to you. There was just so many little. I like the uh, early in the movie where he stops the subway and he and he stops to give the PSA. Now listen, New Yorkers, the the metro system's still the safest way to it's travel. The safest way to travel. Uh, here's the quote: <laughs> You're saying there will be peace oh. when the people of the world want it so badly that their governments will have no choice but to give it mm. to them. Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah. Sounds Thanks, great, Superman. bro. So that really brings us to an end, Jared. Wow. Yeah, it's good stuff. Do you uh, like this movie? Uh, no, it's pretty bad. Um, the, I mean, it reminds me of being little. I mean, I like that part of it yeah. sometimes. It's like nostalgia. I um, only remember parts <laughs> of the first part. I don't think I've watched it all because the Nuclear Man didn't really – I didn't remember him much, but the whole first part, Lenny and the, the museum, I, I remember those parts. Um, so check this out. Okay. What are some goods in this movie? I mean, it's Superman. I, I love a good action. I, I love a superhero movie. Uh, the, the superhero aspect of it was kind of ruined by the parts of Superman just being thrown in there. The mind power and yeah. stuff like that just kind of ruined Jones, it. But that's the bad. I, I, I mean, I like a good superhero movie, though. What are the bad? Um, gosh, the green screen. The lighting, there were times where um, you could tell, like, the audio was not even mixed correctly. Lois Lane in the bullpen, you could hear everybody talking behind her, and they switched to Clark, and the audio was not the same. It was just, like, noticeably bad. Um, That's that's probably, film and sound-wise, probably the worst I've seen on this podcast. Wow. Just mixing-wise, it was horrible. It was really bad. Horrible. Yeah, it was pretty bad. What about you? 
Goods or uh, bads? Good was um, Gene Hackman being back on yeah. this. I like, like Gene, Gene Hackman, Hackman as an actor. Um, I also enjoyed every time that little Lenny, his uh, <laughs> nephew, was on there. John Cryer is stupid, oh, funny. Man. Um, and then beyond that, no, pretty bad. All around pretty yeah. bad. I thought maybe the idea for Nuclear Man made sense, but also it's just there's not a whole lot there. He was kind of supposed to be the polar opposite. I mean, if they'd went with a bizarro man, you know, I yeah, think that could have done better. Having him made out of kryptonite would have been the better thing, but whatever. Yeah, maybe. They've already know. done that with some kryptonite. That's kind of dumb. Just nuclear um, man. Rate this thing. One horrible to five horribles. Five horribles being the worst? Five's the worst. I Man, I got it. I gotta say a a solid four point five. Yeah, it it goes right right Close to, the to the edge. edge. I mean, this was just they slashed the budget, they slashed the film. Yeah, they slashed everything. Christopher Reeve is not a good writer. He got he got himself slashed too by yeah. the uh, nuclear man. In his he did. Um, <laughs> Jared, what have you uh, been into lately? Um, Laurie and I just finished, we finally got, we're grownups now, we got our own Netflix account. Oh, yes. Um, so we've been, you know, just binging on some new Netflix shows, uh, a new one called The OA. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? No, I've not seen it. Uh, interesting. Takes a twist at the end. I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything. Yeah, please but, don't. Um, it, it's pretty good. Uh, it's about a girl who has, uh, possible powers, premonitions, uh, a lot of near-death experiences, uh, what happens in the void between dying and the afterlife. Wow. Uh, and it's it's kind of her gathering people to tell her story. Yeah. Um, it, it's a, it's interesting. I, I, jury's still out. Uh, eight episodes, about an hour. One, at, one episode was 30 minutes. Yeah. They cut it off at 30 minutes. Like, what? But I... My mind's still kind of spinning because we just finished it the other night. Yeah. Uh, but I enjoyed it. I still don't know what I think about the ending, though. Check yeah, it out. I will. Um, I've been into uh, bad lip reading. Uh, <laughs> it's so hilarious. on YouTube. What's your favorite bad lip I, reading I think video? it's the Star Wars stuff. And my okay. son Tell really us what they, what is bad lip reading do. Uh, bad lip reading takes a known movie that you know. Okay. Uh, like Superman 4? Superman 4. Probably not on there. Okay. It could be. Uh, and then it... Um, and then they fill in the words on it with, with. hilarious, hilarious things. <laughs> Whatever the lips look like they're saying. And what and was the your best, favorite? The best ones are the Star Wars videos with the music. They're hilarious. Uh, Seagulls is by far yeah. the best you, one You, so you far, were I over think. the other day and showed us that one. It's a Yoda and Luke it's good. talking. And R2-D2's <laughs> on it. I like R2-D2's I voice on the... it because it's just so silly. Please stop that. Stop that now. <laughs> What's uh, that stank? I know. You put a fish in my basket. Yeah. I forgot oh. I did that. <laughs> it's so um, hilarious. It is great. So watch those on YouTube. <laughs> also, um, Horror Movie Podcast has a YouTube video up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's uh, Conrad Thompson, 30 Second Synopsis. I like it. Check it out. Uh, Jared did a good job breaking that thing down. Yeah, we're going to try to piece together a few more videos yeah. for... 30 seconds synopsis. Yep. Synopsis. Yep. Um, we need to start linking some giveaways with those videos because I think that would help. Uh, like give away the video? No, like do some giveaways. Because YouTube's with it, free. Like an Amazon card or something like that. With it, but. Okay. All right. That's so fun. that was fun. Good movie. Um, anything else? Mm, no. Okay. 
Um, we're going to call it good then. Hey, I like it. Okay. Phil, anything else? Where can you find it? YouTube. 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 Dot com. And then (laughs) type in the horror movie podcast and we have a channel on there. Yeah. And, um, we have that. You can visit us on Twitter at one horror movie, like our Facebook page and find us on iTunes, Google play, Spotify, mobile, iHeartRadio, mobile Mm -hmm. app, and, um, all places you find great podcasts everywhere everywhere it's like santa claus just everywhere Santa. <laughs> all right guys jared thanks for coming in hey thanks for having me um phil good night to you sir get back to that baby okay all right we're out of here oh by the way we also have a purevolume.com account Go to purevolume.com, and we have songs. <laughs> the Internet now, Love Song is on there. These are not just songs. These are Jack originals. originals. The horror movie, uh, the uh, Internet Love Song is on there. The um, a new song we just created the other day about our visit to the zoo <laughs> um, called Sea Lion Show. And actually, Phil, at the end of this, I want you to play Sea Lion Show. Play us out with Sea Lion Show. And, do we have the rights to do that? Yeah, we don't want. I made them, so yeah, we have the rights. Okay. And well, um, Mountain Hollers on there, and then there's one other one <laughs> church Holler. song I think is on there. <laughs> they're all on there, guys, and, and they're free oh. downloads. They're free downloads. Free. It's free. Is it download? And you you'll have it. I paid nine ninety nine for those. Oh, downloads. sorry. I'm sorry. I I didn't know I was going to go with that model on there. That but. guy on the street said, "Give me nine bucks, and you can have these songs." Internet and I just lo- gave it to him. Internet love song, the hit, guys. It's it free. Is. For I you. love it. Make it your ring. It's a shorty, but a good. It's a short. That's why it's great. I think. Man, Sea uh, uh, Line Show not a short, but man, it's fun. It's fun. It's about <laughs> it's about our trip to the zoo. We actually recorded a Sea Line Show at the uh, zoo. I'm not going to tell you where where we went to the zoo. Um, that's, this is actually from a real trip and Sea uh, Line Show. Catch it. All right. Thanks, guys. Play us out, Phil. Um, when you get a chance with Sea uh, Line Show, but uh, other than that, reach for the stars. Follow your dreams. Remember, just because it's from Hollywood doesn't mean it isn't horrible. Don't fall asleep. Don't fall asleep. Sea Lion Show. Sea Lion Show. Not here to entertain you. It's the Sea Lion Show. Sea Lion Show. Sea Lion Show. We're here to educate you. It's the Sea Lion Show. Alright, folks, thanks for coming out today to the Sea Lion Show. Now, really, our show is less of a show and more of a public service announcement for you ungrateful humans. Now, you understand me and you listen to this. We're just visiting here and your pollution and the way you act toward these sea lions Makes them very stressed out. You understand this? These are untrained, undisciplined animals. And we're not going to try to train them. Because your boss at your work trained you. How did that turn out? Stressful, crazy work environment. Everyone always yelling and screaming. Understand this about pollution, folks. If you put a wrapper in the ocean of let's 
it's a Kit Kat wrapper in the ocean off the coast of San Diego. And one of these poor innocent animals, these sea lions, swallows that wrapper because there's just a little bit of chocolate left on it. That will kill that sea lion and it will also endanger the entire, the entire sea lion population in the entire world. Do you understand what you've done to this planet, humans? You better be grateful. Now, we might look, okay, sea lions, if, if you feel like jumping out of the water, go ahead. Oh, you know, today. Okay, folks, that's all of our show today. Thanks for coming out. Remember, humans, you're just visiting. Don't ruin this for everybody else. You understand me? Humans. Worthless. Thanks for coming out to the zoo. Enjoy the rest of the exhibits. The polar bears are nice. Sea lion show. Sea lion show. Not here to entertain Not over you. Wait, it's wait. the sea lion show. There's more. Sea lion show. Sea Lion Show. We're here to educate you. It's the Sea Lion Show.